Hello, everybody. Welcome back to She Talks. It's Ale. And um, this is going to be very crazy for me to say. Some people may already know this, but I'm actually sitting on my bed really awkwardly, but not in my normal bed at home or in Malibu. I am in London. I am in London, England, like Europe, like not in the United States, which is kind of insane. So let me explain. Um, also, in my room with me is my roommate, Julia. Julia, do you want to say hi? Hi, guys. That's lovely, Julia. She's being really sweet and letting me record my podcast in here with her. But, oh my God, let's get right into it. Some of you may be super confused right now and be like, Ale, why the hell are you in London? That's random. And are you like lying to us? So to answer those questions that no one's asking, um, yes, I'm in London. I'm not lying. This is not a prank. I'm fully studying abroad with Pepperdine. So yes, as most of you who have been listening um, for a while or who know me, you know I go to Pepperdine University in Malibu and they have a really great study abroad program and I've been wanting to go abroad since I don't even know for as long as I could remember. But that's some background I'm going to give you guys. So let's explain my abroad journey. So as most of you know, I also transferred to Pepperdine. So I did not spend freshman year at Pepperdine. And usually in your freshman year, like people apply to go abroad. But since obviously like I wasn't there, I couldn't apply to go abroad. But then for my sophomore year, it was like the COVID year. So everyone was online. So my first year at Pepperdine was online. Then when we were online, they gave us the opportunity to apply for abroad the following year. And, you know, everyone really had their hopes up high. They're like, yeah, we're all going to go abroad. Like, um, it's not going to be an issue. Everyone just studies abroad when they're juniors. But that's just kind of weird for Pepperdine because Pepperdine's culture is you usually study abroad when you are a sophomore or like during the summer like we are. Like you, you, you typically don't study abroad when you're an upperclassman. Not saying that people like can't or haven't, <clears throat> but just saying that like it's not normal or like typical. It's not the typical style. Um, so yeah, last fall when after I transferred, I applied to study abroad and I got into the Heidelberg program which is in Germany and I'm so excited to go abroad and it was just this experience I'd been waiting for like to happen but COVID got even worse as time went by and I was nervous about prolonging my arrival at Pepperdine and what I mean by that is I just didn't want to be like a second semester junior at Pepperdine without having even been on campus and this was my thought process and I decided to basically drop abroad because of that and like people oh my god i'm literally dying let me get some water really fast sorry everybody i know for you there was no space but for me i just took a little minute break to get some water um like that's another thing about being here my allergies well like everyone's allergies are so bad like there's just so much pollen in the air and i don't know i've just been like allergies are bad so i've been just like getting things stuck in my throat and we already know i have a very sensitive voice so we know that's not meshing well for me um Anyways, back to what I was saying. So yeah, I didn't want to be a second semester junior at Pepperdine because if I were to study abroad, I would have gone the first semester of my junior year. And so I decided to drop the Heidelberg program. I just didn't think it was for me. I didn't think it was going to be the right track for myself. So I dropped it, which was something I kind of was like very nervous about, to be honest, because I had been looking forward to this experience for so, so long. And the fact that like it just wasn't in the cards for me it just, it really made me sad, but also at the same time, it's like everything happens for a reason. I learned from this, some good was going to come out of it. And I'm honestly super glad that I dropped. And not because like I didn't want to go abroad, like I obviously wanted to go abroad, but I'm glad I dropped because it allowed me to establish myself in Malibu, 
you know, find my place, make my friends, and just finally like start at my dream school because I've been waiting to go to Pepperdine my entire life. And so I don't regret any of it. I made the best memories while being in Malibu. I learned a lot and I honestly grew a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot as an individual. And, you know, kind of like I was saying earlier, there's always something to learn from the situations we get placed in. And I learned a lot, not only about myself, but just about reaching the stage in college and in age in general. And I really focus on forming community, building and fostering relationships. And it's just, it was a good idea that I did that. But anyways, let's backtrack even, or no, let's fast forward a little bit, not backtrack. We're not going back in time. We're going forward. Um, let's fast forward to October. So um, the study abroad application for summer or like in, abroad in general closed. And I had heard through a friend about studying abroad in the summer. And I was like, wait, why don't I apply for a summer program? I won't feel like I'm missing out anything in Malibu. I'll still get my abroad experience and it'll be a little faster than normal. So I know I won't get super homesick. And so I applied to go abroad very last minute, like literally after the deadline. And I remember like, I forgot what it was. Maybe like I applied two weeks past like the deadline to apply to go abroad. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see what happens. If it's meant for me, I'll get in. And if it's not, it's not. And so I applied to go abroad. And I remember I got an email saying that I was going to, find out if I got into any of the programs like later in the afternoon this is like a week after I applied and I so vividly remember this moment I was in Lululemon talking to one of my managers and she's so sweet she's like a mom also wait I want to make a really good side note so you know how every time I'm like recording in Malibu I'm like guys sorry if you hear like noise or cars like I'm right on PCH well it feels like the same because I'm like I have a street like view um, from my bedroom and our windows open and you can hear the cars so it's kind of like PCH in a way but like the London version just the streets but I just thought that was like a fun little like comparison between the two but anyways um yeah I'm telling my manager, like, she's like, oh, what do you have going on today? Like, how was your week? And I was like, well, actually, I'm supposed to find out if I'm studying abroad this summer. I'm supposed to get an email today. And she was like, what? What time? And I said, 4 p.m. And we look at the time, and it's literally, like, 3.58. And she was like, oh, you're going to find out so soon. And I was just kind of anxiously waiting for this email. But I had a really good feeling about it. Like, I had a really good feeling I was going to get in. And a couple of minutes later, I got the email, and I got into the London program. And... Anyways, this whole school year, I've just been really looking forward to this and really, really preparing for this. And so now I'm here and now I'm in London. And so let's start from the beginning. Um, I left. So the day I'm recording this is Tuesday, May 17th, but I left um, Sunday, May 8th from LAX to come to London. And it kind of started off rocky because our flight got delayed. My family and I had just left my house and we were on our way to LAX and all of a sudden um, we get in a notification from the United Airlines and they said that our flight was delayed to like 9 p.m. which I my flight was supposed to take off at like 5 p.m. <clears throat> so that's already kind of a really long like difference and also we realized that we were going to be losing a whole day essentially in London because my the group I was flying with from the, uh, the LAX group the one like we were all flying out of LAX we were supposed to arrive in London on Monday morning at like 11 a.m. So it was already just kind of rough, the fact that we were going to not be arriving till like 3. And so that just prolonged it a really long time. And if I'm being so honest, guys, like the jet lag I got from that was horrible. 
jet lag is real. I'm not even kidding. Like, whenever I would hear people would be like, I ain't jet lag. Or they'd, like, use it in shows. I'd be like, I feel like that's just a myth. And people are just saying that. Or whatever, like, using it as, like... <laughs> I just didn't think jet lag was real. Like, I just, like, thought people were just, like, using it and saying it as, like, a joke. Or, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I didn't know really what jet, jet lag was. Because the longest flight I've ever been on was, like, six hours. So, it's like I've never felt jet lag. And if I've entered a place with a different time, like, in another time zone, it's been, like two hours time change like max like never an eight hour time change so that was already kind of hard and if i'm being honest i'm still jet lagged like i was literally in my class today and like my eyes were shutting so much it's also just like super hard to fall asleep here because it's an eight hour time difference like that's a kind of really hard thing to adjust to so anyways um then when we landed in london like the whole group went out to dinner came back unpacked our things and literally like knocked out went to bed the next day um we had orientation for living in London and what our classes would look like. I went and I got this thing called an Oyster card. So basically, that's another thing about London. Everyone, like, walks here. You you walk from place to place. Yeah, okay, I might sound so silly to anyone who, like, lives here that's listening to this. But if I'm being so honest, it's just, just how it's, – it's culture shock for me in, like, in the slightest – like, the smallest way. But, like, think about it. I'm from L.A. area, like, Southern California. You don't walk everywhere. You drive. And so – I love it here because everyone's walking or you take public transportation. It's like the biggest thing. And so it's like the underground like um, tube is what it is. And it's like it's basically like the subway in New York. And so there's this card called like an Oyster card that we all had to get. And it basically just like scan in and out every time you're trying to use public transportation. And it's really fun going on the tube. I love it. It's just something I'm not even used to. Like these are just I've never gone to new york so i i'm not really familiar with public transportation or not even necessarily just new york i've never really been somewhere where public transportation is a big part of like the lifestyle there so that's something i love here it's like you walk and you go like and use public transportation so i don't know it's kind of fun it's just different um and we've just had so many fun things like you just the ex exploration aspect to this trip is something i wasn't even expecting like obvious okay that's not that oh my god no the exploration aspect is what i was expecting but what i wasn't expecting was how like easy it was gonna be and free-flowing because like i said walking is our biggest form of transportation here like you walk literally everywhere i've walked like miles and miles and miles every day the most i've walked here is like 10 miles in one day it's it's just so nice and also walking is so relaxing and just going outside and breathing in the fresh air like looking at all the greenery looking at all the beautiful buildings it's it's just so amazing and that's something else i'm so not used to because i'm from southern california especially like more deserty area and for those of you who like are from like more desert areas inland and areas in southern california you, you know what i mean there's no green like ever and so everything is so green here it's so vibrant and so beautiful it's it's just so captivating being here and looking around like I don't even want to sound like cliche or whatever but it's literally gorgeous and I love it anyways um what are some other fun things that have happened um my roommate Julia she actually she left the room um because this girl she, I love her she's gonna go study for our history essay we have to go write tomorrow but um she met her sugar and that's been like our nickname for one another here is our is sugar because long story short, she basically was walking out of the elevator and um, accidentally ran into like this guy in our program. And he was like, oh, sorry for running into you. And for some reason, Julia's word that she decided to utter was, all good, sugar. 
for no reason and i don't know what it was i don't know if her and i were just like delusional from sleep like lack of sleep but it was two in the morning when this happened and she came back in our room and started telling me about this and i was dying laughing like i couldn't stop laughing and so now we all just keep calling each other sugar which is really fun so that is a fun new word i've learned oh my god words let's talk about the new words i've learned because being in london like obviously the vocabulary is different and that's another fun thing everyone here has an accent and it's actually kind of cool because when we walk around people are like where's your accent from oh i love your accent and i just feel so special and like unique because i'm like wow i feel like an american accent is so boring and the fact that all the people here love it makes me feel special um like for example two days ago julie and i were walking out of church and this man stopped us and he goes excuse me excuse me um what your accent was your accent from and we both looked and we were like because we couldn't hear him so we're like what and he goes your accent is it is it from the caribbean and we just started like giggling and we were like no no we're american we're american so that was actually really funny because i don't know it makes me feel special like oh we have a little accent don't we but let me talk about some fun little words we've been learning um these are the only ones i could think of um abby has like a full list on her phone so maybe i can like read that list later and show it to you guys but let me read you the ones that are just like the most prominent on my mind and we're using in everyday language the word queuing um queuing is like another word for waiting and so basically like julia and abby were waiting in the bathroom what or they were queuing let's use queuing they were queuing in the bathroom and this woman came in and said oh are you are you queuing for the are you queuing like they asked she asked them they were queuing and they go oh yeah like figuring they meant like waiting in line so like yeah like we're we're cute we're queuing for the bathroom and the lady's like oh okay and so we ended up finding out that queuing means waiting in line or waiting for something like are you in queue like are you in the queue or the queue starts here or here's where you'll be queuing like it means like waiting which is like really fun and super cool i love um i sound so american explaining all this oh my gosh i Sometimes I wish I could talk like um, someone from the UK because I feel like they just talk so much more sophisticated than I do. I feel like I talk so boring. Also, the word brilliant. They use brilliant for like cool, amazing, um, you know, like, oh, that's brilliant, you know, or brilliant. Like, you know, <laughs> I keep saying, you know, as if like I'm the one explaining the word to you. Please ignore what I'm saying. I'm still tired. I'm still jet lagged and it's been over a week, um, but brilliant. It's just so fun. It's so much more sophisticated. You know what I mean? Any person from the UK listening to this is probably like laughing their ass off right now. I feel like I sound so funny. Um, the word lovely. People just use it all the time. Like, she's so lovely or that would be lovely. Like, oh, today's lovely. Like, just, you know, it's fun. Um, the word gem. We met these locals at a pub, actually. And we like like one of the girls described her friend friend as a gem and she specifically said in a sentence like this she goes oh i just love her she's a gem isn't she and ever since then i just it's so fun like oh you're a gem like i'm like julia abby you're a gem aren't you or like you know what i mean like you just like say it super fun sorry i'm just using julia and abby as like my um examples they are just the names of like they're just the two names that popped in my head because they're like literally right next to me. Um, anyways, cheers. Oh my gosh, people use the word cheers, like cheers, like as if you're gonna like cheers your drinks, you know, before you like take a little sip of your drink. 
but also as like thank you like they use it so casually like thank you you're welcome hello like cheers like it's it's, it's so fun and this is the one this word that I'm about to explain next is actually one of the most prominent ones that I've had to learn and actually use here. And it's takeaway. And takeaway is the same as like to go. So if I want to get like a coffee to go, I have to say, can I get a coffee for takeaway? Or say I want to get like a plastic fork. Can I get a takeaway fork? Where it's like, oh, is this for here a takeaway? And you say, oh, takeaway. You know, it's like takeout to go. So those are some fun words I've learned while being in London. Um, I'm excited to share some more with you guys soon. It's just crazy. Like, the fact that I'm in London and this is so normal for me now. Like, I've been thinking about recording this podcast episode, you guys. And I've been so excited. But at the same time, it's like I'm explaining these stories to you. And I don't know if this is interesting or not. Because it's like, at first it was super interesting for me. But I hope I'm I'm, I'm um, living up to the hype of me saying how interesting it is. So, I don't know. Let a girl know you're criticisms or what else you want to know about my time here in London I'd love to share anyways back to more things I've been doing um oh my god guys I literally hurt my ankle the other night let's just like debrief this I'm such a klutz I hurt my ankle the other night and I was walking down the stairs to our kitchen and it's like all hardwood floor like um stairs but also like hardwood floor like at the bottom level so i was walking down to the kitchen and i was on my phone that's also like my issue like i was literally on my phone not paying attention and i skipped like two whole steps and landed like straight on my right ankle and it went like like it okay it didn't crack but i mean like it just like moved super aggressively and all my body weight fell on my ankle and yesterday morning i woke up with my ankle so swollen i was freaking out because like i said all we do here is walk that is the one form of transportation we have so i was freaking out but I woke up the next morning and, like I said, ankle was super swollen. But we had, like, a museum trip to go to. So I was like, maybe that'll help me, like, get used to walking on my ankle again. I took some ibuprofen and I was fine. So that was a plus. Also, yesterday we went to this museum. It's called the Victoria and Albert Museum in London. And it's right next door to where we're staying, which is amazing. And we were f- I was filming some TikToks in there. And I was, like, dancing in front of, like, this beautiful artwork. And it was just so funny to me. For those of you who know me, you know I'm just such a goofball. And I just, I don't know, I've been having so much fun here. Um, Also, a little plug. If you want to watch that TikTok, go follow me on TikTok. It's at underscore Ale Hurt. And you can see all my fun little London TikToks. But anyway, some other stuff I've done is I went to go see the Cliffs of Dover. And so the Cliffs of Dover are in Dover, England. And it's like a two, it was a two-hour train ride from where we're at. And it was just a crazy day. First off, scenery was beautiful. It's like these beautiful white cliffs encompassed by like the the ocean. And on a clear day, people can say you can see France. And we were, I was literally able to see France. Uh, We were so close to France at this point, guys, like while on these cliffs that my time changed to the France time, like to an hour ahead. And like my location, like fully thought I was in France, which is so crazy. That's how close we were. And these cliffs are these beautiful, just like, such green cliffs with beautiful trees and it's like a 16 mile like walk you could essentially do but like obviously we did not walk 16 miles but i that was the day i walked 10 miles which was insane but the end of that trip was very stressful because we almost missed our train so basically it was really hard getting a taxi to where we were because it's just like such a high up cliff and it's also just a big tourist area so like Taxi drivers just don't want to drive up there. And so basically what we had done was, I mean, we also really didn't have signal. So where we were like walking for the Cliffs of Dover, there's like a little gift shop area. We went inside and we asked one of the people at like the front desk if they could call us a taxi. They call us a taxi, say it's going to be there at 4.30. 
And we had called, it was like 3.45 when they had told us. We're like, okay, we're going to wait a little less than an hour, whatever. And we're waiting and our taxi's like running late and our train leaves for London at 5.20. And yes, it's obviously it's not like the last train, but it's like we'd probably have to pay for a new ticket. Like we'd have to wait longer and get to London later. Like it just wasn't in the cards for us. We really just wanted to make our originally scheduled train. And so... As we're waiting for this taxi to come, I call another taxi, just trying to see, you know, maybe let's be safe, see which taxi comes first. Whatever happens, we end up calling the second one and canceling, okay? And so, finally, like, we are waiting and waiting and waiting, and we're going into the front desk area, like, asking the man if we can call the taxi again, like, apologizing him for bugging him. And he was like, no, like, please, like, come back if they're not here in, like, five more minutes, or if they're not here in another ten minutes, like literally we are freaking out and it's already like 4 45 at this point and we're like we are gonna miss our train if our taxi does not come finally it's like 4 53 and our taxi comes and the guy gets out of his car and he goes how many of there are you and we said there's seven of us that's why we had to call for like a special taxi to get like a bigger car so that way he could feel all of us and this man was so rude you guys like i can't even tell and you know how i feel about people who are just rude for no reason and he was like He's like, I only have room for six people. I'm the seventh person in this car, so there's no room for seven people. And we were like, dude, no, that's not how this works, okay? We call for a taxi for seven people. We are obviously not including the driver as our seventh person. Like, like did this man get it into his head? No. And I think it was just because he had made a mistake, which, you know, he made a mistake. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But, like, the fact that he's being rude, like, come on. So, anyways, we ended up sending, like, half of our group with them and so then it was just me my friend abby and my other friend diamond all of us waiting for the second taxi that we had called and so also the guy at the front desk called another taxi for us and we're still trying to wait and see which taxi is coming first finally taxi comes we get in the car and we're off and we are li- it is like 508 at this point in our ta- and our train is leaving in 10 minutes and we are exactly like 10 minutes from the train station so we're driving in the car. We're all freaking out, feeling relieved though that we made it in. And also, it's, it had been a long day of just like walking and just a lot of coordinating. So we're all just pretty tired at this point. All of a sudden, I'm getting a phone number, a phone number, a phone call. And I'm like, oh, no, I think this is the other taxi driver. And I don't want to answer because he's probably going to scream at me. So I let it go to voicemail. Then I block the number. Then all of a sudden, the number is calling me again. I'm like, how is this number calling me if I just blocked them? Anyways, I pick up the phone and they're like, oh, did you make it into your taxi okay? And I was like, oh, this is probably the guy at the front desk checking in on us, making sure we're safe. Because when you're in England, apparently you need to be safe with what taxis you get into because some people are like not actually driving a real taxi and it could be kind of sketchy. You want to make sure you're like getting in the right taxi so it's all safe. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, yeah, we're on our way to the train station, blah, blah, blah. But I kept cutting out and I couldn't hear what this man was saying. And this man just like, did you make it in your taxi? Are you in the white car? And I'm like, yeah, I'm in the white car on our the train, like on our way to the train station, the one that you sent for us. And it keeps like asking me questions, and I'm like, does this man not understand that I'm literally in the taxi? Like, why are we still on the phone? And I go, yes, I'm in the taxi you called for us. We're on our way to the train station. All of a sudden, it finally gets clear on the phone, and the man goes, well, why would you call another taxi if I'm already on my way to pick you up? And I go, oh, no, this is the other taxi driver. And I was like, obviously, Ale, like, how would the man at the front desk helping us call for a taxi have my number? I never gave it to him. So then I was just like, oh, my God, Ale, like, are you serious? Like, are you really thinking about it like this? Like, why, why would you think it was him? And I go, oh, and the man goes, 
I'm done talking with you. And before he could hang up the phone, I said, bye. And I hung up <laughs> immediately. So it's like, this man's not going to hang up on me first. Like, he was being so rude. But also, I mean, I get it. Like, he was on his way to pick us up. So also user error on my part. But anyways, so we're, we're driving to the train station. Finally, we get there. We pay the man and we run out and we don't see our train. We're like, shit, did we miss it? All of a sudden, Diamond goes, guys, we need to be on the other side of the tracks. And we were like, oh, no. And Abby turns around and she's like, what's the quickest way to the other side of the platform? And this man goes, oh, exit here, go up the stairs and go across and you'll be there. So we book it. We are sprinting upstairs. We are jumping down the stairs. And Abby runs up to the door and hits the open button to open the door and they won't open. And we're like, oh my God, we just missed our train. All of a sudden, this man, savior set from up above, the angel this man is, he works at like the train station, obviously. And he was like, ladies over here, this door's open. And we sprint down, we jump on the train. And the moment we get on the train, it leaves. We made it like perfect timing. And then we sat down and just enjoyed the rest of our train ride back home. And we made it back to London, which was amazing. So it was my kind of crazy little experience. Also, some other things I've done. I've explored and gone to so many new restaurants, which is really nice. And it's just been so cool trying different food. Like, I've eaten Turkish food. I've eaten Japanese. I've eaten, like, tapas. I've eaten normal American food. Also, the eggs in Europe are just on another level, guys. They're, like, they're just, like chef's kiss if you are planning to come to europe or you are planning to come to london go eat the eggs because they are so amazing they're so much better than american eggs i don't even know what to say they are just 10 out of 10 amazing and i would recommend them to any single person listening to this anyways i've also walked through hyde park which is really cool oh my god i saw buckingham palace i saw big ben in the london eye i haven't been up close to big ben or the london eye i just kind of saw them from afar but that's obviously something i will also explore on this trip um, but yeah, saw Buckingham Palace and the flag was like risen, which when the flag is like up and risen, that means the queen was there. So the queen was there when I walked by Buckingham Palace and then, yeah, I walked through Hyde Park and Hyde Park is just gorgeous. I cannot emphasize how beautiful the greenery is here, you guys. For those of you who just don't live in an area that's blooming with like flowers or greenery, like you're going to know, like it's, it's something you can appreciate and it's just gorgeous here and I just feel like I'm living in a dream I wake up every morning and I'm like I'm literally in London like I live in London how crazy is that um I've also had some fun drinks and realized that the drink of London is a gin and tonic and so a bunch of the beverages here because I am of age um to be drinking and so the beverages here to drink is like a gin and tonic and so many drinks have some type of gin and a fun tonic and so the best drink I got was at this one restaurant and it was um, Hendrix, I want to say, gin. And it was like elderflower tonic. I don't even know what elderflower is, but elderflower tonic, cucumber tonic, and like lime juice. And it was chef's kiss yet again. I'm doing the chef's kiss hand. It is literally amazing. And I also went to the Glossier in London. For those of you who know, I am a huge huge Glossier fan. I love Glossier. I love their products and their mission statement and just their brand in general means a lot to me and who I am. And so going to the Glossier in London was definitely a fun experience. And another sad thing that kind of happened before this trip was I left my water bottle at home, like my reusable hydro flask. So I've kind of been like water bottle list this whole trip. But then we went to the Glossier in London. I was like, oh my gosh, this is my excuse to buy the Glossier water bottle because I haven't been able to get myself around to it because I'm like, eh, I already have two reusable water bottles at home. Like, I don't really need another one. 
whatever. So I was like, you know what? This is my excuse to finally get the Glossier water bottle. So I got it and I'm looking at it right now and it's so cute. And I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm just genuinely so happy here. And the experiences I've already had, like, oh, I've also gone to Windsor Castle. Sorry, I'm all over the place, you guys. But I went to Windsor Castle, which was also so beautiful. But I've just had so many great opportunities so far. And I am just really want to just say how blessed and grateful I am for this experience because it's something I've genuinely waited for my whole life is to travel abroad and the fact that I can like live in London for these next two months and just explore London and explore the other countries nearby and travel and just make the most of it is amazing but also this experience is teaching me how much I've already grown and I'm excited for how much more I'm going to grow because being here already a week I've learned so much and that's kind of how I want to end this episode is I want to talk about what I've learned so one of the biggest things I've learned is that this experience is going to be testing my patience. Patience in a lot of ways. Patience in building relationships. Patience in furthering relationships that I've left back home. You know, because I'm not really, I'm not home right now. So it's not like I can further any other relationships um, that are there. Because I'm not like in a face-to-face -face interaction with people. But luckily, all of my friends back home are so supportive of me and are so loving. So I've been able to keep in contact with them. So I've been able still to talk to them. But also a test of patience of just like how I handle stress, how I handle planning, how I handle just living and navigating a new country, you know? And something else I've learned is God has been sending me signs a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And sending me signs just how to slow down. Like me hurting my ankle the other day, I think it was just my sign to slow down. I need to relax and rest and take care of myself for a little bit. And also he's been sending a lot of help in guidance and clarity my way. I've also been put in a lot of situations of stress. And something else that's just occurred is a lot of old situations have resurfaced for me and I've had to relive a lot of things in my past and learn new information. And it's just really difficult because, you know, you experienced something and it took up a lot of your time and energy and your emotions and the fact that you have to relive it sometimes kind of is difficult. And so navigating that has been hard. And also, I've had to deal with finding out new information about the present and learning how to handle it. But if I'm being honest, it's really just a test of, you know what, Ale, you're going to learn a lot about yourself, a lot of, and a lot about how you see the world and how you view the world, and also what my morals and values are, and how to just, you know, mature even more and grow even more into the individual I'm supposed to be. Because even though I've grown so much since um, I was younger, I'm still not done growing. There's still so many things I need to learn. There's so many more things that others can teach me and this experience can teach me. And it's just being in an entire new country, kind of having a new fresh start, but also being with people that you know, but also aren't like super close with. Like it's been so amazing because these people that I've maybe seen in passing at Pepperdine or maybe that I'm really close to from Pepperdine, I've been able to further my relationships with all of them. And people maybe I don't even know that are from Pepperdine, I've been able to further my relationships with them. And just honestly it's been such an amazing experience so far and I'm really really excited to see what's to come but we learn so much from the things we are put through and the experiences we are put through and like I always say everything happens for a reason and the start of this trip happened for a reason everything I've gone through has happened for a reason and everything I will go through has happened for a reason but I do want to say this I'm really loving life I'm really having a great time and yeah I shared my ups and downs with you guys like it hasn't been the picture perfect experience like everything can't go 
according to this beautiful plan that we all fantasize about you know there are going to be tough times there are going to be times where i'm tested and that's what's going to help me grow there are going to be anxieties but there's a there's beauty into being anxious there's beauty into having those anxieties because it's what's beautiful about growing in learning more about yourself and about this experience that i'm put in but i really just learned to embrace those anxious moments and embrace the anxieties and you know tackle them head on because that's really what's gonna help me grow and really allow me to have the best of this experience but i'm here guys i'm in london and i've also been doing school here i don't even think i preface that the whole reason i'm here is to do some summer classes so i'm in a history class right now and my professor he's just hands down amazing he really pushes us to like learn and he wants us to just become very educated individuals and think of not think but also he wants to show us a new way of learning and a new way of thinking and interpreting situations and events and understand that you must understand a culture or a situation or an event entirely before you can analyze it before you can discuss it and it's honestly been like a week of that class too and i've already learned so much and so just these experiences i've been put in here have been so amazing and i'm just so grateful and blessed that i can be here in this present moment sitting in my bed in london talking to all of you and just sharing my experience but yeah that's been my first week in london i can't believe i i'm literally saying that i've been waiting for this for so long but i would love it if anybody has questions send them my way if you have criticisms if you have ideas if you have whatever you want to talk about with me or if you want some if there's something you want me to know please share with me i love hearing about what you have to think of my podcast what you would want to hear what i should focus more on you know what what are you guys looking for while i'm out here in london like what do you want me to do i have some ideas in store but if there's anything you have in store please let me know too but i'm so glad i was able to sit down and talk to you guys i've missed you so so much it's crazy i'm so blessed to have this podcast i'm so blessed to have you and i'm so blessed to have this experience to share with you all but I'm really hoping you guys are having fun wherever you're at and wherever, whenever you're listening to this. And please just know, this is something I think I've also been needing to hear myself. But I'm going to say it to you guys too because I think it's something we both need to hear. But just never forget that your feelings are valid. Who you are is valid. Your emotions are valid. And what you've gone through and what you're going through is valid. And do not let anyone take that away from you. Do not let anyone belittle you. Do not let anyone make you feel horrible for what you feel or do not make anyone just treat you horribly on something they don't even know anything about and I think just something I've learned here too is just like take everything a day at a time and just process your own emotions about things and allow yourself to live in the moment and be present in the moment just be present take it day by day and just do what's best for you to do that's all I really have to say, guys. But I love you all so much. And thank you so, so much for listening to this week's episode of She Talks. If you want to keep up with me and my London journey, um, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at underscore Ale Hurtado. Or if you want to keep up with the podcast on Instagram, ask me questions, send me DMs, give me podcast inspo ideas. Or even if you have criticism and you want to share with me, Hey, DM me. I'm always willing to hear what I can improve on. Go ahead and follow me on my She Talks podcast Instagram, but it's at She Talks Podcast with two T's at the end. Or if you want to keep up with the podcast on TikTok, I haven't really been uploading on the podcast TikTok, but maybe I will in the future. But if you want to see what I've already uploaded on there, 
go ahead and follow me at She Talks Podcast with one T at the end on TikTok. Or like I said earlier in the episode, if you want to keep up with my funny little TikToks on this whole experience, go ahead and follow my personal TikTok account, which is at underscore Otta Hurt. But I just really want to emphasize to you guys how much you mean to me, how much I love this podcast, and how much I love She Talks. And to anybody who's new listening, thank you so much for coming. Please remember how loved and valued and cherished you are. And just, I love you all so much with my whole heart. And there's something I do with my mom, and I've said it in a previous episode, but if there's someone you love or there's someone you're thinking about and you want to send them some love, put your hand on your heart, and that's your way of hugging them and just sending some love and happiness their way. So I'm doing that right now to you guys. And if you want to join me and put your hand on your heart, we're giving each other a little hug right now. I'm sending you some love. And I just hope you have a great rest of your morning, day, or night whenever you're listening to this. But just remember how amazing you are, how valued and cherished you are. And you know I'm being so 100% honest. I'm not just saying that to say that. You truly are amazing and you truly are valued. And everything you think, everything you are, and everything you feel is valid. And I just want you to know that because, like I said, those are some things I feel like people in my life have had to hear this past week and I've definitely been needing to hear this week and so I just want to share those little words of encouragement with you guys but ah, I love you guys so much I can't believe I just did my first podcast in London it's insane guys it's literally insane and I'm just I'm so blessed and I'm so grateful but I love you all I love you I love you I love you and that was this week's episode of She Talks and I'll talk to you guys later bye or Cheers. Talk to you. Talk to you later, my loves. Cheers. You are all so brilliant. Love you guys.